Welcome to Everyday Cornerstone. Uh, this is a new series of podcasts that we've um, that we've been working on, where we've been trying to answer some of the questions that came out of our time together, looking at the Book of Romans during Media Fast, and we've produced two of these already, where we've dealt with some big questions about God's sovereignty and salvation, uh, the, the 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 role of Israel today and uh, historically, and lots of other things there as well. You can. Um, tune into and um, today we're going to be doing uh, I think this is our last one and we're going to be doing some questions from Romans 13. Um, I'm here with Ben. Hello. And Pete. Hello. And we're pastors at Cornerstone Church and you can find on our website cornerstonechurchkingston.org lots of other uh, resources as ever. So should we start with a couple of the questions? Yes. Um, here is a question from Romans chapter 13 uh, that someone from our congregation asked following our media fast. Um, they say is it wrong to participate in protests? Uh, and they've given an example of protest march or demonstration um, against our ruling authorities. Uh, so is it wrong to participate in a protest of any kind against our ruling authority if we're to submit? Um, another question was, uh, what do we do when we're asked to participate in activities that would kind of contradict or conflict with God's commandments. And they've given the example, if we're asked to participate in uh, support of same-sex marriage, as an example. Hmm. Um, so those are the main questions. There's also a question, if we have time to get to it, uh, what does it mean that the hour has come for people to wake up? Hmm. But those were, were our questions um, in regards to the Romans 13. Hmm. Well, maybe just uh, just a minute or two on on the context of Romans 13. So uh, at the end of Romans 11, um, Paul has broken out into praise about God's wondrous gospel plan. And then in chapter 12, he said, in light of God's mercy, I appeal to you, you know, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices. And um, he, he's kind of exploring the difference that the gospel makes to our lives. And it's radical. It changes everything. And uh, he's been talking about how that distinctive Christian life works itself out in the church. You know, we are a body of believers. We've been given gifts. And so we're to be radical in terms of our love to one another in the church. But we're also to be radical in the way in which we love our enemies. So it's not just loving the church. It's loving outsiders, people who might persecute us disagree with us we can um, not just love those who are like us but love our enemies because of the the wonderful gospel that we've got and in Romans 13 he's carrying on that argument so he's showing what difference the gospel makes to our lives and how distinctive it makes us and uh, there he's talking about we can be distinctive in the world in our submission to God's God's authorities so that's a bit of an introduction to it and very very important Mm. because we're talking about love really being the foundation for how we live our lives, as you as you've just said, and so you, you, as when it comes to governments, let's let's be careful. We're not just demanding our rights and stamping on other people's rights in order to make our life comfortable. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's that's really important. Um, well, it, it says here in Romans thirteen, everyone must submit himself to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God uh, has established. The authorities uh, that exist have been established by God. Consequently, he who rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. And those who do so will be uh, bring judgment on themselves. For rulers hold no terror for those who do right. But for those who do wrong, um, do you uh, uh, do, uh, do sorry for those who do wrong. 
they hold terror for those who do wrong. Mm. Um, I mean, let, let, you know, there's two sides we can talk about here. But the first side is you've got to take authorities seriously. We're not anarchists. Mm. Mm-hmm. And he's not calling for Christians to be uh, rebellious against uh, governments uh, so that you've got this uh, Christian organization that's almost a political uh, group uh, that he's campaigning, always a pain in the neck for authorities, always uh, um, trying to upset the boat, uh, uh, always demanding their own rights. That is not how we're to act in the world. And that's very important stuff to remember, mm-hmm. isn't it? Because I think if he... Imagine if he called for rebellion against uh, against authorities. You've got a very different uh, Christianity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would then be uh, taken up, I think, with political things and rebelling mm-hmm. against authorities rather than the main job is to love the world by preaching the gospel of love uh, the Lord Jesus Christ to the world, mm. and there would be then, um, mm. you know, this thing going on where no, I'm doing God's work by smashing down some government. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So we would tend to think of being radical as rebelling against authorities. Yeah. That's what a radical person is. But he's trying to say that a gospel radical is actually radical in terms of your submission to authorities and what God has established. And that's clearly what he's saying, that the way in which God uh, governs is by setting up these authorities who rule, um, you know, on his behalf, really. And what they are to do is to govern a country and govern a people and particularly to uphold what is true and good and just and to punish what is evil and unjust. That's the job that um, they, that they're given. And, and, you know, that's, that will look slightly different in different countries because there's different systems that people have and, and whatever. But here, you know, it's our, it's our government, isn't it? They make the rules and, and we're submit to the, we're to submit to them as agents of the Lord, you know? So um, when we break the laws of the land, you know, we're not just sort of, you know, sticking it to Boris or the Tories or whatever. We're actually resisting God's authority. We we are resisting God's authority because those are people that He's established to um, to govern the country. And um, you know that's why Christians have always taken submission to the law seriously for that reason. And and the other thing we, we were talking about this before is that. Um, you know, we, we are to submit to the authorities that are there, not just the ones that we would like to be there. So it's not that we, we have a political party that we feel aligned to and we, we submit to what they want to do. Mm. We submit to the ones that are actually in authority, the ones who actually have been given the charge over the land, not just the ones we would like to be there. Mm. Um, so that's quite a radical call because that means... You know, we we really take seriously. We want to take serious seriously things like tax returns, and you know, we 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 don't want to fiddle the numbers, even if we could and get away with it. You know, we want to say actually no, because this is part of my relationship to the Lord. These are His authorities. So if I muck around here, I'm really resisting Him. You know, and I don't want to do that. So, um, yeah, that's that's part of it, isn't it? Yeah, and and we're told that they've been established by God uh, for our good. Um, and he he gives a qualification for for what kind of uh, rulers he has established. Rulers who hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Um, so uh, if we aren't be, if we're not terrified of our government, which we aren't in this country, well, actually, maybe some people are. <laughs> uh, in fact, I well, terrified in the sense that your life are. is being threatened. Yeah, yeah, not terrified that you don't like them and they're making decisions that you don't like yeah exactly yeah, yeah. then then they are put put 
uh, there by God. And uh, as you were saying, Tom, it's not what's more than it's not that God has put a political party in power, but but God has given us a structure of government uh, that is the authority. So you you don't obey the Labour government. Um, because they're the Labour government, you obey them when they're in power. Because they're in power, it's the it's the office of Prime Minister and the Cabinet and the government that is the authority God has instituted, and who fills that changes. But our allegiance is to the the structure of authority rather than to a, a political party, um, and that's why if you're a Tory, you should obey the law when Labour's in or whoever else, and vice versa. And you know we've got to think of the alternatives of that. Uh, you know, if every if it's all men, every man for himself, every woman for themselves, it's mm. anarchy, and anarchy is not a good place to live ever. Yeah. There's no anywhere where there's been anarchy where it's been uh, safe, prosperous, um, uh, good to live. It's a bit like the Purge, isn't it? I mean, I've never seen those films, but mm. you know, there's a day, isn't there, in the films where there is no law; you can do anything you like. That is not a pleasant place, I, I guess, in those films to, no. to live in. No. Yeah, that's right. And um, So Anarchy sounds good, doesn't it? I mean, I love the Sex Pistols song, Anarchy in the UK. I want to be, you know, anarchy. I mean, it was great. And, uh, you know, um, the sort of crying out against the governments. It, it feels very youthful, you know. Mm. God save the Queen and the fascist regime. You know, uh, all of those sort of songs are like anthems and they they feel good but an to live in anarchy mm. is 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 to mean that i can drive on the road any 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 speed i like yeah. and i'm not going to obey a zebra crossing or any other red light and if you're in my way i i'll mm. run you down yeah. and it doesn't matter it's a disaster yeah. isn't it yeah. so and god isn't an anarchist no. And he 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 gives us rules and laws. He is a god of rules and laws yeah. because they are actually good yeah. to live by. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. And um, and and so this you know this is partly uh, and w with all of these questions, and we will discuss like the exceptions in in just a moment, or not exceptions, but the qualifications. But you know, with all of this, we we have to sort of you know be radical in seeing what it is saying and not just going straight to what it what it isn't saying um and so there's no use saying uh, oh yes well he says this but what about those who live under a dictator you know if we're downloading all our music illegally mm. and we're we're watching um you know live sport illegally well before we think about what the dictator's doing wrong and how to, you know, we should think about our, <laughs> we should say, yeah. well, hold on, like, <laughs> you know, there's no use me protesting about these. I need to get my own heart in line here mm. because I should, I should deal with myself first, you know, not, not just think, think of others. So um, this is a, this is a, this is a radical thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So pay your taxes. Someone's got to fill in the holes in the road. <laughs> I know it yeah. seems like they don't, but you know, someone's got to look after the roads. Someone's got to look after. Where the rubbish goes, mm. yeah, mm. yeah. Okay, so so that so that's that's you know something of what it is saying. I mean, these these questions are kind of do address some of the maybe the limits to this, don't they? You know, when 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 do we disobey? Should we ever disobey? Can we be involved in activities which seem to be you know disagreeing? Um, and you know, when it comes to the protest. Um, question um you know of course in this country not everywhere so in places like belarus you can't you can't really protest but in, in you know in our country there is an there is a law 
that allows peaceful protest. So, uh, of course, because it's actually written within our laws that we can protest peacefully against things. Um, and so that's not wrong. If there's a particular policy or a direction the government are taking, we live in a democracy, we have a voice, we can join with other voices and provided it's done in the right way, we can raise our objections publicly um, and try to get things on the government agenda. I mean, when the, when the Belarus um, stuff was all taking off, you know, a few of us from the church went up to, to central London in order to try to protest and get this on the government's agenda a bit more. And that's, you know, part of what, what, what we're allowed to do wonderfully in this, in this country, there is space for a dissenting voice and now, but, but it's how you do that. I mean, so I think if you look at some of the extinction rebellion protests, particularly, um, you know, a line is crossed between peaceful protest and actual mm. anarchy and vandalism. So when you're, when you're actually smashing up other people's property and businesses or covering it in, you know, paint or doing Being these very rude, things, uh, rude about leaders. Yeah, you know, yeah. Saying horrible, ugly things, or they should die, or yeah, you know, yeah, uh, that you know, sort of aggressive language. That's all wrong, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I that's mean, you've, you've broken being, a law, by and it's and you've broken the law of love as yeah, well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think the protest one is is one of the one of the more straightforward ones. You know, it's it's you know we we are this 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 doesn't in any way say we can't have a vote, raise our voice. You know. Um, Particularly if um, we might go on to this, what what constitutes a sort of an authority that God um, has put in power for our good, and what constitutes an imposter mm. or an authority that is ruling not in the way that God mandates rulers should rule? Um, don't know if you were going to segue into that, mm. um, but uh, you can see here rulers hold no terror for those who do right. Uh, so that is the definition of a ruler that has been put in power. Um, for our good by God. So if you're terrified of, of doing right, uh, you are under a non-biblical ruler, um, a ruler that Paul is not talking about here when he says submit to the authorities because he, he qualifies what that is. It's someone who you're not terrified under when you do right. So take someone in Belarus, for example, who are, who are terrified just for simply... Going walking to church, the street or, or walking just walking the street. street yeah they're terrified for doing right um yeah. and therefore should that you c can you apply this passage submit to that authority you can't because the authority is not uh the authority that paul's talking about it's going above its station isn't it that's yeah. what you're saying mm. yeah 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 um, authorities are given a mandate is the language that um we, yeah. we were using before that we started recording authorities are given a mandate by god god is the overall ruler and under him, he's established rulers with a mandate. They are to rule in a particular way. And if they don't, and they terrorize good people or people living rightly, they are no longer uh, following God's mandate mm. as, an, as an authority. Um, so they're rebelling against him. Um, and in those instances, we are not called to submit to um, uh, their every sort of whim and instruction. Um, there's a particular type of authority. Yes, I, I mean, I think that's right. But even then, we've got to be a little careful because of what Christ did before Pilate. Um, so I, I, I think that's right. But there's always, you know, you've just always got to be careful that we're, we're not saying, okay, now we can go and rebel and smash up the Communist Party. Or hmm. if I'm in Belarus, I can start lobbing stuff at Lukashenko. Um, uh, that sort of stuff, but you know, Jesus is Jesus is before Pilate, mm. 
And Pilate says to him, uh, don't you realize I have power either to free you or to crucify you? And Jesus says, uh, you would have no power over me if it were not given to you from above. Mm. Therefore, the one who handed me over to you is guilty of, of a greater sin. So there's sin going on here. Pilate is, is a weak leader at this point mm-hmm. because in one sense he should have said, this man is innocent, and he, he did say that, and therefore why would I whip him and then why would I send him to his death? And yet Jesus still submitted. Mm-hmm. So we've got we've to keep weighing these things up, haven't we? We don't automatically say, evil government, let's go and... Uh, rebel do you know what i mean yeah so we these things are not easy let's put it that mm, way yeah and 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 um and we may draw lines slightly differently to other brothers and sisters depending mm. on w- mm. where they are so um that largely don't rebel mm-hmm. uh if you're being told not to preach the gospel yeah we do rebel because that's very clear in the bible uh you know where paul Car- uh, peter and john they denied the authorities and said, you know, who should we obey, you or God? Mm. Uh, so that's very clear. But then on other issues, it, 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 we've, we've got to be careful. That's really all I'm saying. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, when Jesus says, give to Caesar what is Caesar's and to yes. God what is God's, yeah. he recognizes that there are certain things that belong to Caesar and are within his right to command, you know, taxes, honor, you know, a military um, uh, service, for instance, what, what, all kinds of things, whatever they would have been, and that, that it's right if 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 he's commanding something that is within his mandate, you should yes. do it and give it to him. But if Caesar starts commanding things that belong to God mm. yes. for himself, then we don't just have the right but the duty to deny him that. Yes. So if Caesar is saying um, there is only one Son of God and it's me, you are not to worship the Son of God, the Christ then we don't just have the right, we have the duty not to give to Caesar because right. he, yeah. he's transgressed yeah. his realm. And this is the thing with these authorities, isn't it? That they're not they're not absolute, they're delegated. God is the only absolute authority to whom yes. all allegiance and honour is due. He delegates it for a time to particular people and providing they command within his mandate, within their right mandate, you know, taxes, road speed limit, whether you can download this or that illegally, you know, they we have a right to give you know, um, respectfully what belongs to them. Um, But if they, as your example, forbid us to preach the gospel or to stop worshipping Christ or, you know, to give up uh, moral, clear convictions. Yeah, so things like, you know, there's a um, a, a people group that you're not to mix with or you to, um, you know, put in the ghetto or, you know, that sort of stuff. Mm. Uh, That's against god's mandate isn't it or there's there's a legalized racism that comes in uh like with the nazi party Mm. you know no Mm. no that's what you're saying ben is above their station Mm. yeah 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 Mm. it's interesting in chapter nine you see um the example of pharaoh uh because someone might ask the question well why why does God institute some good leaders and some bad leaders? Why do we have good authorities some pla- some places in the world and other places in the world have ba- bad authorities? Um, has God made a mistake or has someone snuck in without God looking? But in, in Romans chapter 9, we see in verse 17, for scripture says to Pharaoh, I raised you up for this very purpose that I might display my power in you and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Mm. Um, so here is a, a illegitimate, leader who is enslaving god's people preventing them from becoming their own people going out to worship god um and yet god raised that person up Mm. um so 
what you know we have uh, evil regimes in this world that persecute christians and prevent people from living freely god raised them up um but in order uh that his purposes might be accomplished mm. um and it's interesting moses literally went to rebel against pharaoh god, moses was sent to rebel against pharaoh let my people go no and he he went back um so God, though sometimes in order to accomplish his purposes, God raises up uh, leaders who we are then to <laughs> engage with or interact with in a certain way. Do you see what I'm trying to say? It's yeah. hard to explain. Yeah, well, yeah, Moses, Moses did do that in a legitimate way, didn't he? In a legitimate way. He, well, he, he, he yeah. actually went and said, yes. right, you're, you're wrong. Yeah. Uh, Pharaoh, you need to let my people go. Yeah. And uh, Pharaoh uh, said no, and he, he kept doing that. Yeah. And then God changed the circumstances. Yeah. Or the, the example of the midwives. Yeah. Early next, you know, yes. You know, um, you know, when when a ruler like Pharaoh demands yeah. that um, that children are handed up for slaughter. Yeah. You know, the midwives say no, thanks. You know, no, yeah. we're not doing that. Yeah. Um, are they breaking Romans thirteen? No. No, because Pharaoh is ruling outside his mandate. He's trying to take That's things right. that belong only to God. God has in God has made them. They're made in the image of God. They deserve protection, you know, as image bearers and honor. You can't just systematically slaughter them because no. you're trying to sort of do some population control. Because so there is a greater law then. Yeah, there is a So there's a greater law yeah. which is to is, is the law of love. Yeah. Again. And yeah. to kill children isn't the law of yeah. love. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's okay. helpful because someone might say someone might apply Romans thirteen flatly and say, mm. right, all authorities. So Moses was wrong to rebel against Pharaoh. Is is how some people might say. Yeah, um, they might say it's wrong for people to protest against uh, a leader that's uh, in charge um, fl flatly. But it's not a flat commandment. This is it. No, there's no. contours to it, and it's within a there context. Um, and if we are to uh, not submit. Um, to illegitimate authorities, uh, we're to do it in a particular way, as, as we saw. Yeah, which and, is I, and, and I think there will be like the, the trouble is there will be. We, we've talked about quite clear examples. So if we're forbidden to preach the gospel, you know, yeah. but you know, if you take what's happened during these whole lockdown measures, it's quite a good illustration in yeah. one sense because so, some people would say, well, actually, to to forbid the in-person gathering of God's people is outside of a government's mandate. They don't have the right to do that because that's God's institution. That's his church. Now, some people, and we would be among them, would say, look, if this was a, if we were being forbidden forever from ever gathering again, well, we're not going to do that. But for a limited time, for the sake of public health and along with the nation, we can, as churches have done in history, accept for a time a law like that and not see it as a total rebellion against God other Christians might take a different line on that. In one sense, that's all right. But how we treat each other really matters. So there were some disgraceful examples of on Twitter, particularly of how certain Christians were being tweeted, uh, tweeted and treated uh, for, for, for taking taking a sort of government line on it. And they were being called satanic and instruments, you know. I and mean, for goodness sake, it's so bad, isn't it? And well, it's, the, it's the, the opposite of Romans 12, isn't it? There's and no so, law of love there, was no, there? No, no. And so there will be slight differences in, of conscience, in, in wouldn't conscience. Yeah. And, um, and it's, you know, it's worth bearing that in mind, isn't it? I think with this. Mm. I, mm. Very, very, very much so. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Can't remember um, where we are now. No, what what are the mean, questions? The, the, the other, well, perhaps the other thing to come back to is what you were touching on on earlier, Ben, is this is this idea that they are 
they are generally instituted by God to uphold what is right and to punish what is wrong. And so, you know, if you've got honest, generally speaking, honest law-abiding citizens mm. who are terrified of their authorities mm. because mm. what is good is no longer upheld as good in the land but mm. seen to be something that's punished, then then something has gone very wrong with that authority. Yes. And at that point, they've they've clearly gone outside what God intended them to do. And so again, we have not just the right, but the duty to not to not listen, you know, to not do that, mm. but to to uphold what God considers to be right and just and, you know, and, and true, you know. So if you take the racism example, if we're being told that, you know, if a black person comes into your shop, you should charge them more or something, you, you, you know, it's, that means that a certain group of the population are terrified just doing what is right, just going mm. shopping and trying to provide for their families. They're terrified that they might be not allowed into a shop or charged more because of the color of their skin, you know, that that's a terrible you know they've gone way outside and so we have the duty to say no i'm not doing that mm. you know i'm gonna charge them the same as everyone else you know and mm. so you know that's that's an important thing isn't it to, to think about. i mean christians in afghanistan uh that's a that's a really uh amazing example to think about isn't it because that's that's a that's a regime that will kill you if you identify as christian or if you set up a church mm. Um, so what do they do? Do they submit to Sharia law? Do they mm. denounce the Lord Jesus Christ and convert to Islam? Uh, you'd say absolutely not. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking. Oh, it's interesting because you were talking about you know God raising raising up um, uh, governments. I mean, you know what, what's going on there then in Afghanistan? Yeah, yeah. and I guess uh, we, we don't know everything, but I, I guess uh, there is a demonstration of uh, what it is to live under Sharia law mm. uh, and what it is to live under Islamic sh uh, law. Mm. And it's horrific. Yeah. And um, it sort of really shows what that's like to the whole world. And m maybe God in his kindness is saying, hey, look, look at this. Mm. This is really what it is to live under to Islamic law. Mm. Women have no rights. Children, uh, you know, uh, have no rights. There's just a bunch of these... Uh, misogynistic uh, men um, ruling in vile, bullyish ways, mm. you know. Mm. Um, God in his kindness might be just saying, look at that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I because, I mean, the Christian... Because although, you know, we, we have rules in this country that uh, have gone back to cr Christianity, they're largely tolerant. And, uh, you know, we are tolerant of other people, aren't we? We, we would... We do believe that... Um, uh, people that worship other gods, even though we believe they're false gods, mm. should be allowed freedom for them to worship their false gods, unless there's, mm. you know, baby sacrifice or something, you know, e e e evil within it. Mm. Um, but there's a massive tolerance, isn't mm. there, in what we think as Christians, and it's very different to Islamic laws. Yeah, and I guess this, you know, texts like this, they do have to be worked out within the context in which people find themselves you know not that we compromise on the core truths of it but i just think in the pastoral application of it you know so the, the reality is i think if i was living as a christian under the taliban i would be a lot more cowardly than i am here <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, do you yeah know what i mean course, I, I think yeah. i would and i think there would be I, i'd like to consider myself to be a you know, I'll never go against christ and any law that goes against christ i won't submit to it but I mean, I always remember you've told the story a number of times about um, 
you know the, uh, those people who lived under those Christians who lived under Romania in, in Romania, and, yeah. you know, they were saying, when, what well, was well, it? When give they your were home so, group names or something. Yeah, when, when 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 the pastors, I went there to sort of talk to them about persecution and so forth, and 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 asked them what happens when when you know one of their members is taken, which they which they were, and a number of them, and they're being interrogated and even tortured. And you know they they give the names of the other Christians and the addresses, mm. and the pastor said, "Well, of course they would. They've been tortured. Why wouldn't yeah. they?" Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they'd come back sort of broken and saying, "I'm really sorry. Uh, forgive me. I gave the I names." Dishonored Christ, and the whatever, pastor yeah. would say, "Well, of course you did because you were being <laughs> yeah, yeah. tortured. Uh, don't worry about that. Yeah, you know." Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. just a sort of lovely attitude, isn't it, yeah, of yeah. the reality of. When pain is, you know, inflicted on you, you, you're not really in your right mind. No, and living mm. under evil authorities what warps you, doesn't it, in lots of ways. And mm. yeah. Um, okay. What other what questions? Do, what are, do we think? Is that? What, I mean, is that? I mean, covered it, the Romans thirteen questions. I, yeah, and also it's it's God's um, God will um, repay, won't He? Uh, we don't have to uh be the arbiters of judgment in no. this world so no. if if you know in that example in romania if someone if so you might think it's your responsibility as a christian to bring that that government down and to hold fast to the end well that i think that's what i wanted to say you don't get that here yeah so even in our rebellion we're not talking about the church as a group of god's people rebelling against a government mm. i don't think you find that you are talking about a certain law. You're not allowed to preach. We will preach. Yeah. Mm. But it's not a church raising itself up yeah. in opposition gotcha. to to a, a government, I mm. don't think. Mm. I don't think we're or, getting that. Because or it's not their, not their mission to do that, isn't that's it? That's not I their mean, mission, no. I suppose because the mission is to pre preach the gospel, isn't it? And mm. but, but I think if you, you know, you... you so if you take the Belarus example, you know, you're living under Lukashenko, you know, and everybody knows, and the international community has recognized that the opposition lady, Svetlana, I don't know how to say her second name, but has, has won the election. Yeah. I think as a Christian, you, you, you could, you don't have to, but you could join a kind yes. of revolutionary movement to, to get, to try to get her, who is now the rightful authority to be able to be the rightful authority. I don't think you have to, and I certainly don't think you should, it's not anarchy, you, you don't sort of bring that about at all costs and make it the mission of the church, but providing it's a peaceful revolution because you want to bring into power one who would better reflect hmm. some of the things that we've been talking about. She won't be perfect, she's probably not a Christian, I don't think, And but generally speaking, will uphold in a way that Lukashenko doesn't what is good and punish what is wrong. Yeah, so will more reflect what God intends for authority. So I think you, but the danger is when we that becomes our mission, yeah. I think, or when it becomes violent yeah. or, you know. But then so, you're not leaving room for God's wrath. You're not leaving yeah. room for God's plan. You're not leaving no. room for God to be the one who sovereignly deals with, with them. You take it into your, your own hands to be the, to be the judge. Mm. Um, yeah. And uh, you know we're we're living in a uh, a world where we can go to uh, our government and say, can you put pressure on the Belarusian government mm. or what what whatever you know? Can we not 
why are we why are we having ties financial ties why are we giving arms mm. to things we have a right we're we're in a, a world where we have a right to say all kinds of things mm. you know why why is there tax haven for north korean government in london that sort of stuff you know we, we've got a right yeah. to sort of ask these questions yeah and uh try to uh, and certainly be praying and caring and and writing uh, to MPs, we and do, writing yeah. to MPs, MPs and, and stuff, and, and, do and that. trying to help our brothers and sisters in in communist land, yeah, in, in difficult lands, yeah, and communist lands. Yeah. Wilberforce was a great example of this, wasn't he, William Wilberforce? Because he he's dedicated his life to the abolition of the slave trade mm. and campaigning for that, and he, he he won it, didn't he? But he won it through the system that was in place, yeah. which was to propose a bill. And to get support for the bill mm. and then introduce it as law um it's an amazing film uh about him mm. was it called amazing grace? amazing grace yeah it's a great film about him and you see the struggle that mm. he went through that's um that's a you know that's a brilliant Model example of how to do it, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and lord shaftesbury he went through all of the loads of laws mm. and to change mm. uh you know so women are not even now not allowed to go down a coal mine um, because uh, they it's were a bit shoving... sexist, isn't it? Exactly. Well, that's the, funny <laughs> that's thing. the wokeness. The very funny thing is, yeah, that he one of the laws that he helped. He helped children laws, animal laws, animal rights. He was an amazing bloke. And one of the laws was that children, you know, a certain age, uh, and um, women were not allowed to go down coal mines because mm. it's just a horrific job. Mm. Um, but it wasn't. Uh, too long ago whoops <laughs> it wasn't too long ago when uh, women campaigned and said that was sexist and oh, they should be allowed to go down yeah and, i mean i would have to say you go love yeah <laughs> go and have a look yeah that's a completely different yeah <laughs> and i mean just to maybe just to come back to what we said at the beginning i think as with all of these questions like like what's happened to people in the world who haven't heard the gospel you know i think there's good for us to talk about it but um, in the end, we we, sh we ought to ask the question, you know, well, I have heard the gospel. How am I responding to it? And it's the same with this, isn't it? We can talk importantly about different situations in the world and what Christians should and shouldn't do. But I think, you know, if I'm sat there sort of telling other Christians what they should do in Belarus and also downloading music illegally and not getting my NOT, I, I mean, I should just be quiet really and say well how serious am i about this text then right, <laughs> you know yeah. I, i'm acting like i'm serious about it yeah. but actually I mean, i'm not that, you wasn't know. there one of the questions about the wake up stuff because that's the sort of thing that's going on there yeah it? what yeah. does it mean to wake up where, where is that that's passage? in verse 11 uh do this understanding of the present time the hour has already come upon you uh, for you to wake up from your slumber yeah so i mean that's exactly what you're saying mm. i think isn't it uh, that th these are big weighty truths um, don't slumber through them. Don't sort of, you know, lie through them by ripping off things mm. and not obeying the government mm. in one area and then complaining mm. about other Christians in, in these difficult lands. So wake up, wake up to these truths. Think about them. Yeah, uh, we're in a real world. It's these these are so there's hard things here, mm. but largely it's love that's pushing us here. The love of God, the love of Christ. And we're even a able to love those who are persecuting us great okay there we go i think we're are we done I am. <laughs> okay well there, there we go that's 
that's the last of these podcasts that we're doing based on the questions that came from Roman. So I hope these have been helpful to you. And perhaps, um, you know, when you face these questions again in the future or you get asked them, you can you can revisit these these podcasts. And cornerstonechurchkingston.org is the place to go. I, I think I mentioned last time as well that Pete preached a few years ago through the whole book of Romans and um, no doubt well, obviously addressed this as part of that. So you can go back to that sermon um, or, I mean, I don't know how many you did in... Romans 13 but you can go and listen to those as well and um, yeah stay tuned for, for future podcast series